why is it that I find, find, find myself in this repetitive loop, loop, loop playlist? I can't quite track where I'm missing it. Humming to my own beat, 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 out of sync, sync, no rhythm. How did I get here? Where did it all begin? One minute I'm laughing, next second everything looks and sounds familiar. I've been here before. Why is it that I f- f- find myself in this repetitive loop, loop, loop playlist? I can't, can't quite track where I'm missing it. Sounds familiar. On one hand, lean not onto thy own understanding that according to the internet, as if it has feelings and should talk, I should be further along, allegedly according to the standards of this world, tricked into comparing and asking what's wrong with me. This world, because no matter how hard I try to fit in, I still can't quite track where I'm missing, missing. It sounds familiar. I've been here before, shape-shifting into submission of my inner thoughts passed down from generations of unchecked symptoms, not addressing the root cause, creating pain in the absence of my apprehension. I smelled like confusion, dripped pride, walking down a path of double-minded brokenness, shape-shifting, pressuring, pressuring myself to mold into a form I don't find familiar anymore. Why is it that I find myself in this repetitive loop, loop, loop playlist. I can't quite track where I'm missing, missing. It sounds familiar. I've been here before, rehearsing the details of my past, attempting to paint the narrative a little different this time. All the intricate details, fashions, our stories from beginning to end, down to the parts we aren't too far, far fond of. Some, some we often repeat, Pete. Every brushstroke of the creator's pen when we let him mold us into the person we wrestled to be, though every component was not a part of the original plan. Thank God for redemption. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Why is it, why is it that if I find myself in this repetitive loop, loop, loop playlist, I can't quite track where I'm missing it. Sounds familiar. I've been here before. This battle is not against flesh and blood, yet we stay upset, annoyed with what we can see, assigning offense to what doesn't sit well, assigning offense to whatever makes sense well. No wonder our strength fails in these cycles. Repeat, repeat, repeat this battle. Why is it? Sounds familiar. We've been here before. We become idols in our own eyes. Why is it? Why is it? God is not the universe or the stars he created. Then why is it? Why is it? Your purity is cool. Purity is cool. Your body is a temple. Keep those gates guarded. Why is it? Why is it? Whatever you do, just don't be lukewarm. Be boiling hot on fire for hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven or ice cold to loosen the inflammation out of those we are assigned to. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it? I've been here before. Fear is the breeding ground for deception. Where there is no purity, there is perversion of love, of perception, of understanding. Why is it, why is it that if I find myself in this repetitive loop, loop, loop playlist, I can't, can't care, try, 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 where I'm missing and missing sounds from me. Father, 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 forgive us. But we know not what we do. Show us truth. In truth, we discover you and you we see us too. Where there is no revelation, we wander. Where there is no knowledge, we perish. Where there is no hope, we drown this repetitive loop 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 play 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 playlist stop stop stops now <laughs> what's up guys this is Carly Janae and thank you for tuning in to season two of Naked and Exposed the podcast What's up, you guys? And welcome back to this episode. I'm excited to dive in. I know these past few episodes, we have had guest features and there will be more guest features moving forward. But today we have a new poem and let's talk about it. It's, ooh, 
I don't know why this one really gets me like stirred up, but it's this reality that we are the ones that will break the curses off of our generational bloodline. Like we are the ones, we are the remnants that are arising in this hour. If we say yes to God, if we meet with him in the secret place where our heart is postured towards hearing his voice, where our heart is postured towards seeking him first, where our heart is postured by going to him whenever we have a problem, before we run to this world, before we run to people, God will meet us there. God will give us language. God will give us convictions. God will give us understanding. God will give us peace. God will give us joy. God will meet us in our brokenness and send us exactly what we need once we step out of the secret place because we smell like him and look like him and we want to be more like him. When we walk out here in these streets, these people will know that there's something different about us because we look a little more like Jesus every time we leave his presence. And When I wrote this poem, you guys, it was me coming into this revelation that I am the one for my children's children, children's children to know that it started at this moment in time when I was born into this earth, when the enemy tried to send things to cancel me coming out of my mother's womb, that I am the answer to the problems that God created for me to specifically walk out. And there's no difference with you. Like there is a reason you are here. There's a purpose assigned to your life. And as you seek the Lord, he will reveal it. And you'll be able to see how everything you've gone through was for such a time as this. And no, God may not have caused it. And no, God doesn't have us to fall in temptation and God cannot make us sin. But because of our fallen nature, when Adam gave up his authority, when he was, I don't want to say deceived because Eve was deceived. And in Eve's deception, she persuaded Adam to eat the apple. And when he ate the apple, we fell. And when we fell, the authority that God had given man was transferred over to the enemy. And now we're born into the sin and iniquity. That's why there's sicknesses. That's why there's diseases. There's why there's all this confusion and deception and perversion and lust and just gunk running around in the earth because that entered in at the fall, that entered in at the curse. But when Jesus came back to redeem it, When Jesus died on the cross, a death that he did not deserve for our sins, like the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sin and it's God's desire that we know his face. Moses knew God's ways, his character, his nature, his attributes. Israel only knew the blessings in which God could produce through his hand. And it's God's desire that we seek his face. It's God's desire that we study to test, to show ourselves approved. It's God's desire that we have a relationship with him first and foremost. And it's in those moments of seeking, in those moments of desperation, in those moments of flat out pain, because it's not easy to be a generational curse breaker. Shoot, it's not easy to wake up and realize, yo, something's wrong. My heart is disgusting. I need your help, Lord. Like it takes humility to ask the Lord for help. It takes humility to sit in the face of people who don't have the capacity to 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 handle who you are and who you are becoming, not because they're not good enough, but because they there's just a lack of understanding that you just will not get from a human. 
because it comes from God first. And it's really cool because we talked about this in the earlier season. It's like God is the source and God's blessing comes through people. But at the same time, you got to be connected to the source to be able to identify what is God is giving you through the people that he sends in your life. It's You have to be in the secret place to spend time with God to know when this thing is just a distraction to get your devotion off of the Lord. Like you have to be able to understand how God communicates with you and how sometimes the enemy sends in distractions and how sometimes just you being distracted sends in distractions. And it's like, whoa, like God have your way. Like God, we say yes. God, we say thank you. We love you. We are delighted that you delight in us. And we ask that you help us to become the fullness of who you have called us to be on this earth. And we stand planted and rooted like the tree by the water, as said in Psalms 1. We walk in the authority in which you won on the cross. When you died, you said it is finished, for it is written, and the enemy has no authority. No authority. And we thank you. Like the enemy has no authority, you guys, and we just thank God for that. We thank God that we don't have to strive We just thank God that we get to rest and we get to be and we get to know that he is God, that he is working it out on our behalf behind the scenes. We just thank you, God. And be encouraged, you guys. The word says to count it all joy. The word says to rejoice through suffering and testing and trials. The word says that struggle produces endurance. Endurance produces character and character produces hope. It's this knowledge that we go through things to grow through things so that we can reach back and pull other people through. It's to be able to show and to be a living sacrifice and a living example. The word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb. We overcome by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross in the testimony, his testimony, our testimonies, and what God is doing. And we know that God is not a man that shall lie in it. And we have to put God in remembrance of his promises. And not it's not like he's forgotten, but it's like, are you going to grow in authority? Are you going to grow in your identity? Are you going to stop vacillating? And jumping from thought to thought, oh, God is good this day. Oh, God is not good the next day. Like you have to make a decision and stand on it. Because when you can make a decision and stand on it, the cycles have to stop repeating because you stop giving air to it. You stop allowing it to become infected by constantly picking at the scab. And it's not easy and it sucks. (laughs) And you'll cry more days than you will laugh. In the beginning, but once you get through it, once you keep going, you'll recognize how everything you went through was a part of the story that God was writing for your life. And my biggest frustration in this, with this generation and just in this season is the fact that I'm recognizing that the enemy is not creative, that he's always been deceptive. It just looks different (laughs) when people attribute the universe or when people talk about their zodiac signs. It's kind of just like, yo, 
Like these are all distractions to keep your eyes off of the Father. And I just pray that we have dove eyes for the Lord, that we have undistracted devotion for seeking his face and getting to know him because in him we find us. Because we are created in his image and his likeness and he has the blueprint for how we are supposed to live and to walk. And when we get connected to the source, we have power. And we don't have to keep shrinking back and we don't have to keep drowning in our sorrow and we don't have to keep drowning in our doubt. But the true test comes in the daily walk of taking the thought captive and casting it down. Second Corinthians 10, 5. And judging it and comparing the thoughts that come into our mind with Philippians 4, 8. Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it just? If it's not, then it's just purely not the Lord. (laughs) It's not. If it doesn't show the true character of who God is. God is loving. God is kind. God is patient. God is steadfast. God is merciful. God is faithful. God is good. God is kind. And he has a lot of self-control. And it is for us to also exhibit all of those fruits of the spirit along with self-control. We have control to partner with him to start walking in the fullness of who he has called us to be. We don't have to keep repeating this cycle. We can stop the track now. We can jump off the roller coaster or I don't want to, it's not even a roller coaster. We can jump off the, 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 the track and stop repeating the things that were never meant for us to continue any further. And we thank our parents for getting us here. We thank our parents for the strides that they've made, but now we take the torch and continue to run the race even further. And we have to stop making excuses and we have to stop wallowing in our junk. We have to stop wallowing in our junk. And when you feel the urge to complain, when you feel the urge to nag, when you feel the urge to run and talk about it and gossip with the person, go to the Lord first. Allow him to shift your perspective to see it for what it truly is. And one of the things that I am struggling with in this season, and I will probably share it on the the, the next poem that I do more in depth, but it's like, What is the definition of a strong friend? How has the world defined it? Where's the perversion? Where's the deception? But where's the truth? Sometimes the person that we're, sometimes we just need a person that's willing to listen. And I too struggle with that. Sometimes I'm, I'm so solution oriented that when friends come to me, I'm so quick to, this is what you can do. This is what you can do. And to them, that's criticizing instead of being compassionate. And then you can go down this bunny trail. Well, that's your perception. But the reality is, is we want to be more like Christ. And if God has convicted us, and I'm also learning that that we all have individual convictions. Now, the word of God is true. The word of God is for all of us. But God speaks to us differently based on the calling on our lives. And I shout out to Myrna um, for teaching me that today in just a random Facebook conversation. And I'm just so glad for her obedience because it's like, well, how come I'm convicted about this and this person can do this type of thing fully? And no, I'm not talking like blatant sin, like fornication. 
I'm, that's not the type of stuff I'm talking about. I'm talking like, oh, how come I can watch? I can't watch this show, but this person can watch this show and it'd be fine. Well, this show might attribute to the call that they have to speak into the lives of the people that they're called to and they need to know the background information. And God's like, well, I'm calling you to do something different. And this, you have to keep your guards gated because there's a lot of fear in this that the enemy will try to use to get you to open the door. And it's like, once I sat back and recognize like, huh, okay, that makes sense, Lord. I'm able to see things a little bit differently and I'm excited to implement as I walk this thing out, as I walk out my salvation with fear and trembling in the sense of not fear that's rooted in punishment or fear that's rooted in debilitation or fear that the enemy uses, but fear in the terms of reverence for the Lord and knowing that all I want to do is please him. But also knowing that he is a good, good father that loves and delights in me. And he chastises those that he loves. He prunes and purifies those that he loves. And I just pray that we learn how to get back onto the altar so God can identify and point out the areas in which that cannot go into our future. The song that I'm loving right now is Maverick City's Refiner. And it's like, like, whoa, like my word for 2019 was refinement. And with refinement comes really getting to the nitty gritty of my heart's junk and getting to the nitty gritty of the cycles that keep repeating and that have been repeating before I was born because they've been passed down. And to know that when you step in the, in the, the middle and you're the one who says this will not go any further, that it does come with trials and tribulations, but it also comes with the next level of blessings that was supposed to come into the bloodline that got held up because of the, the deception and the sin and the disconnection. And so I just encourage you, wherever you are, anything that I say, anything that anybody says, read the word for yourself Invite the Holy Spirit in. Jesus said, I must go so that he can come. It's the Holy Spirit that lives within us, that does the transformative work within us, that all we have to do is partner with him and yield to the convictions. And conviction and condemnation are not the same. Conviction is like conviction leads to repentance. Repentance means to turn away from what is not pleasing, to turn away from the sin, to turn away from the, the, the habit. Condemnation is will just keep you going further in, in anxiety and fear. And it's like, that's not of the Lord. The Lord convicts so that you can recognize that this is an area that the enemy may try to use, that your pain may try to use, that the unhealed heart may try to use and pervert whatever it is moving forward. God wants to get rid of that so you can see pure, purely and through his lens. So I just challenge you guys to recognize, to write it down, to ask the Holy Spirit to show you the cycles that cannot go any further. And let's stop now. Where there is no revelation, we wander. Where there is no hope, we drown. Where there is no knowledge, we perish. This repetitive loop loop playlist stops now. Father, Father, forgive us. For we know not what we do. That's crazy. Because Jesus said that in the Garden of Gethsemane right before they came to take him. And what's cool and what I, I'm recognizing that a lot of people don't have clarity on is when 
Jesus stepped into earth through the human body to come and be the sacrifice because we know that God, Jesus was fully God and fully man. When Jesus was in earth as a man, he took on the full role of man. <laughs> and as he took on the full role of man, he walked out these things just as we walked out these things, but he was without temptation and without sin. I mean, he was without temptation, without sin. He, Jesus was tempted. We do not have a high priest that does not understand what we go through, but he never fell short. He is the perfect example. And no, we will not be perfect, but the goal is to be transformed on a daily basis, to have our minds renewed so that we look more like him each day. That means you made a mistake today and tomorrow you don't make that mistake again. Oh, you made a mistake today. You make the mistake tomorrow, but you're diligently recognizing how you keep falling into the same trap. So the day after next, you don't do it again. Like you guys, we got this. We got this. We have a host of witnesses in heaven cheering us on. We are taking the torch of everything that has been done up into this point so that we can be the ones that lay the foundation for the next generation to come after us, like the ones who went before us. Our our ceiling is their floor. The ones before us is ceiling is, is our floor. Like God is so good. Your body is a temple. God is not the universe or the stars. He created them. We will not be lukewarm. We will either be hot or cold, but not complacent. We will either be on fire for God in the sense of burning things up, or we'll be so cold for God in the sense of being the ones that help people to see the problem areas. And I encourage you, if you don't have a relationship with God, you can have one now. If you've just fallen off, if there's some hurt, if there's just some confusion, you can start now. It's never too late. So, Father, I just thank you, Father. I just thank you for every person that will listen to this episode. Father, I just ask that you do something only you can do in this moment, that you give them a tangible encounter with you. May the fire on the altar never burn out. May you purify us, Lord. May you make us look more like you. May you show us and lead us into the secret place. May you show us how to dwell with you. May you show us how to commune with you. May you show us how to be your friend, how to be your sons and daughters, how to be taught, how to be comforted, how to be nurtured, how to grow, how to heal, how to love. We ask that you restore our connection with you that you take the scales out of our eyes, that you help us to see you and to hear you and to recognize your voice because your word says that my sheep know my voice and we know your voice, but there is a lot of voices in the middle trying to get us distracted. And I come against that right now in the name of Jesus and declare that there will be no more distractions, that the enemy has to flee, that he has no authority. And so, Father, we thank you that the cycles end here. We thank you that the cycles will not repeat. We thank you that we are the generational curse breakers. We thank you that we are able to take a step back and to see the details of our lives differently because we now see through your lens. And though everything we've gone through was not a part of your plan, though everything we've gone through 
you 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 wish didn't happen. You but at the same time you were there because we're alive and so we have breath in our body to know that you are still with us and still helping us move forward and that you will redeem the time, that you will redeem the things that the locusts had destroyed and that the latter rain is better than the former, that that now is better than anything we've gone through and that you will give us a language for the pain, the hurt, and the frustration. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, you guys, I love you. I'll see you, or see, I keep saying see you, but you get what I mean. I'll talk to you next episode. Holla.